Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Off Point at 30, uh, where we talk about our lives and how they've gone a little off point at 30. My name's Les Steed. I'm Marlon White. And today's topic is um, about uh, people's names. Um, so for me, um, obviously, you know, I've got quite a, quite a cool last name. Yeah. You know, <laughs> bit of a shit first name. I mean, Leslie does not get you laid. Uh, no. but, but weird thing um, is that, you know, having a girl's name has shaped me as a person. Um, how, how how was it having a girl's name or a unisex name? Or were you like picked on in school or anything? Oh yeah, like definitely. That? Actually, when I was um, when I was in year seven, um, I changed my name to. I just started using my middle name for about three or four years, and it caused a bit of confusion because every time the teacher would call the register, obviously they call out Leslie because um, it didn't occur to us to talk to the admin people instead. <laughs> um, so every time I was like, actually, it's James. <laughs> and the weird thing is that I'm about to be someone's groomsman who's. We started being friends because he was also called James. And I was known as the fake James in our class. There were three Jameses. And everyone was like, oh, there's three Jameses. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was an undercover Leslie. Um, yeah. But it was quite funny. Um, I thought that I did the same thing as well. Like, I think it's something that makes you, that you sort of sometimes hide when you're feeling a bit insecure about things in mm. general. And I think that when you were in year seven and, you know, like having been bullied for being, you know, like a little bit girly as well and quite camp. Yeah. So um, you know, like, <laughs> I'm glad so you, didn't I'm really glad you said me. it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. It didn't really help me that I'm quite a camp person, and yeah. then I'm just getting. But then again, that might have also been something that shaped me. Um, you know, Leslie the lesbian kind of thing. That's what they used to call me, but without any hint of irony. Yeah. And the weird bit is when you hear someone who's like thirty or like in their twenties going, <laughs> "Leslie the lesbian," you, and you're like, "You and every fucking four year old prick." Do you think like your name kind of shapes your character? Oh, definitely. Do you think if they named you like, like your middle name, for well, like Rock Steed? Yeah. Do you think that you're you would have been like maybe more butch, maybe like strong man or something? Or do you think? I think I, it's a bit like being good looking. If you people treat you differently in accordance with sort of what they hear and what they sort of see. So, for example, um, if I did the story recently on this mum who is an absolute rocket. She was really, really hot. And she was a model and she was just really, really beautiful woman. Um, but obviously not the smartest tool in the shed. And um, these cops who were kind of local Utah cops came running to her aid because she'd run out of she She was breastfeeding and she ran out of milk. And then she genuinely thought these cops were going to come to her house, tour around, patrol around the area to make sure her family was safe. And then while she nipped down the shops, she had a car. She had a crying baby and a car. The cops came to her house, brought her milk. Instead of just being like, ma'am, this is a police line. Could you please fuck off? with might be somebody who's dying. They came to her house with milk. Um, and then this, you could hear like the conversation. The guy was like, "Oh, oh my god, <laughs> um, oh, she's she's a cute baby, by the way," <laughs> fawning over her. And I'm like, if that had been a black woman who was, you know, like having the same problem, or if that had been an ugly woman, or you know, a bloke with that problem, if anyone but a really hot girl had had that problem, then that policeman wouldn't have been fawning over her or him. They would have been going over there, being like, "Dude, what the fuck? This is a fucking police line." Yeah. Um, I think that the same thing applies to names. So, for example, if you came along and, you know, like you said, oh, hi, my name's Persephone. To me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to take that seriously. Because <laughs> I think as a bloke, you have to have like a strong sounding man name. Like Les sounds all right. You know, I'm making the best of a bad thing here. But I, think it's, say, anyway. I think it's one of those things where you, if you did have like a feminine sounding name where and like you, you tried to, would probably try to overcompensate it by doing extremely masculine things. You probably 
end up with like a 12 pack or something you spend all your time in the gym no I just, just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's that that's Bethany right? <laughs> 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 fucking no Bethany uh, you know like it's like no I think um, like, just, what yeah ooh I have the girl's name yeah <laughs> <laughs> doing his best to get rid of the Athony at the end it's like I'm just Beth <laughs> Biffy Beth well, I don't know we're making this kind of up but um, yeah um yeah, I think it does shape your personality. I feel like the basic reason why me and Lev come up, came up with this topic really is because... It wasn't actually about me. Yeah, it's not about... It's about Marlon. Yeah, it's about oh me. <laughs> I've um, officially changed my surname to what you hear me present it as. Yeah, not because of the podcast, but actually, wh- why did you choose to do it? Um, it's my mum's, my family's surname, so my mum's side of the family's surname. I, I, I was given my dad's surname, which yeah. kind of made me the odd one out. So yeah, so like I'm no, I only know me and my dad to have my third, current surname or right. my, my previous surname. So yeah, so I decided as I'm getting married this year and my passport is expiring later this year that it's probably time to change it. I always wanted to change it, but my mom wouldn't let me do it as a kid. Now she's like, oh, you should have your dad's name. To your, to your kind of kind of. But you know, didn't that. raise you. She did. Yeah, she did. But uh, even my uncle's like, oh, you should give him your name. But like, she's like, no, you must have his dad's name. Type thing. But does your mum know about it? No, she hasn't. She, she won't know to the wedding invitation. Oh, fuck, that. that's going to be We have ready, have, ready, 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 ready printed out some prototypes this oh week. Oh, my God. With, my new, with the new surname on it. So Just be like, interesting. You know, like, barricade the door because she'll yeah. kick your ass. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown man. Yeah, I know. I'm a grown man. I can do what I want, really. So it's like my decision. I decided to change it. Yeah, and um, it's quite quite easy to do it. All you have to do is go on um, the UK deed poll website. You got the paperwork. Yeah, I got the paperwork. Oh wow! Yeah, I was especially actually come with homework. Yeah, so you, so you just go on the UK deed poll website. It costs about twenty quid. Is that all? Yeah, twenty quid. Change it. Can you change it back if you get if you change it? Yeah, you could change it. As much so if you get bored, then you can just yeah. kind of. So yeah, I thought it would be like hundreds and like two hundred quid or something. No, no, it's like two twenty quid takes like. Five minutes. It's really, it's too easy to do it. Really, it's actually, it's actually too easy. Yeah, like, I hate when it's like so when something like that is too easy because you expect a lot yeah. of paperwork and it doesn't feel official enough. Yeah, so, so yeah, quite changed. So what what I've done, I've changed my my previous surname to my middle name, so I still have the name. So okay, now so now, you, now it becomes a middle name. All right, so it'd be like we let's say you're your other name. No, <laughs> okay, fine. Um, okay, so it'd be like Smith. Let's say your dad's yeah. last name was Smith. Yeah. So then it would be Smith. White now. Yeah. So is it hyphenated or not? No, it's not hyphenated. I thought about it because it does sound kind of cool. I mm. was talking to the missus about it, but I just thought it'd be a kind of a mouthful. Yeah, because and also, are you adding her name yeah. onto your name as well? No. No, good idea. I forget that. I don't uh, get like, Why do people do that? Well, because they're middle class. Yeah. But yeah, so it'd be like, it'd be a bit of a mouthful. And especially if you have kids and all that, they have to go through life. First of all, learn how to spell that long ass name. And then, like, I don't know, if they play for a football team, they won't be able to get their name on the back of the Well, shirt. yeah, you just have to, like, get three lines yeah. instead of two. It's like, just you know, crazy. Like... It's just a lot of hassle for everybody involved. So I thought, keep it simple, just one name. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, the paperwork's there. That's the, really the, cool. the, the, the hardest part of it all is the people that you have to notify. Well, who do you have to notify? So, it's got a long list. So, cool. off the HM passport office you have to get up get a new passport which I have yeah, to do well, anyway yeah, I mean that's kind of weird because yeah, my passport expiring um, the DVLA I have to get my I don't have a license but I have to get my provisional changed shit uh, my well, bank of course you would actually I got like five bank accounts or more jeez so I have to get all of those changed individually uh, credit cards also have to get changed I have to contact my employers is it like a blanket email yeah they, gave, they give you a template to send out oh people. cool so basically, um, my 
previous surname now becomes a dead name, they call it. So it's actually illegally... Like, so legally you're, not, you're dead? No, you're legally that name is dead to me. So legally you're not allowed to really... So Marlon Smith is now dead? Yeah. <laughs> so legally you're not allowed to refer to me as my previous name, legally. What happens if you do? Nothing really, but it's not really I mean, like, yeah, like, But couldn't that open yeah. you up to... Well, I guess it would sort of close down your yeah. identity fraud. Yeah, it's a, dead, it's a dead name now. But technically not a dead name because now it's a middle name. But Yeah. So it's, it's a long list of people to contact. So do you think that's... Is it, is it worth it? Um, well, the, way I, the way I think, if it was just me, yeah. I would have just left it. And I, which I did plan to just leave it as is because mm. it was just me. But then I started thinking, like, especially... Um, now getting married, if I have kids in the next few years, mm. they're gonna have that name that I have no association to. I don't like. I don't. I barely. I've only met my dad and his brother. Yeah. So I, I don't really have any connection to that name, the name history. So it's kind of like having like a random yeah. parent that doesn't really hang out yeah, that yeah. much, and then having their yeah, and then continuing on their line and the, that name. Do you feel like um, it's a bit of a fuck you to your dad for leaving, or um, partially? Yeah, yeah. partly. Well, it's a bit of a fuck you. <laughs> Does it make you feel quite empowered then? It does a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of like, yeah, I can kind of become my own person, be like, drop you, drop you uh, completely out of my life, sort of thing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a big fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, that's like... And also as well, like, the wedding is like, it's got to be my missus family that, with her surname. Yeah. And then it's going to be my side of the family that don't have my surname. <laughs> that would be quite weird. And yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, obviously it's a bit more than just the guest list, of, yeah. you know, being a bit confused and stuff, because... As a groomsman, I'm going to have to go around and explain that one. Mm. Yeah, in fact, you've saved me a job. Thank you very much. Is he going to be at the wedding? Because I think we discussed this before. Well, my mum asked me if I'm going to invite him. I said no. And she said, I, I think you should invite him. But I'm like, no. Invite him to the evening thing. Mm, I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt I'm going to do that. It's like, the way I see it is, I'm not even angry about it, to be honest. The way I see it is that I did everything else in my life without you. And you, you didn't want to be part of anything else. Like, and then he gets to be part yeah. of the party at the why end. Should, why should I... Why should I have to invite you? To, uh, I, can, I, I can do this without you. I've done it without you. I've done everything up to this point without you. And I'm, the way I see it, like people might have something to say about me changing my last name, but the way I see it is that I've, I've been on this planet for nearly 30 years. Mm. And um, we haven't become close. I don't think, what, in the next 10 years, we're going to become close after 40 years? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. like, to be honest, yeah. I think that... If it hasn't happened by now, I don't think it's going to happen after, like, 30 years. Yeah, and also I think that it would just be kind of... Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's not really this point where it matters, yeah. is it? I think that anyone could be friends with another adult. Yeah, but exactly. I don't think that... When it's easy. <laughs> yeah, but being there for... I think Obama um, was saying, like, how any man, anyone, it takes a man to raise a child, not to have one. Yeah, exactly. And, like, to be honest with you, I mean, like, you know... I mean, we were discussing this in the last recording. Um, I don't know if it's going to go out in succession, but uh, the idea of having a kid and stuff like that. Do you think that... Um, and I think they've probably broken this before, actually, is, um, is sort of like... Okay, so if you're going to pass on your mum's name, would you want like how do you picture that kid growing up seeing as you haven't had a dad in your life what do you mean as in like when you when what would you how do you picture yourself as a dad well obviously i'm not uh, not hard to like <laughs> surpass what my my dad's levels of parenthood really not really that hard. <laughs> like, competition the bar, well, the bar. i was there for two months so yeah. you know i can yeah. win in the bar <laughs> i think the bar is low on that in that regard <laughs> 
just me being married to my missus and that, like being like there when my kid be born, it'd be like <laughs> holy shit. That'd be support. Wow. Yeah. Give me credit, it was there the day after I was born, but yeah. <laughs> the day after. I mean, in yeah. fairness, I think that being there on the moment is yeah. quite difficult because. Um, for example, uh, when my granddad died, yeah. my dad wasn't in the country because yeah. he happened to be in Hong Kong. Yeah. And it's a bit like, well, actually, no. <sighs> to be honest, like being there Things in the moment. happen at any minute. Being there in the moment is actually more of a modern thing anyway. Really? Because in the past, it wasn't a thing that men did really as much. I don't think we were allowed yeah. to be in the moment. Yeah. So, so, it, it, would, so it would be easier that the man, the man will be in the waiting room waiting for, the, to, to, for it to happen. The, the mother, would, like the mother will be in there maybe with her, her own mother. Yeah. Or, or her sister. Other women. Being there, yeah, other women. But I don't see and the man will be waiting is. and then they, they, somebody will come out and go, oh, the baby's and that, then the dad will come in and have and it's like, would you like to see her? Yeah. Like half an hour after yeah. everyone else had a fucking So, it, being there in the moment is kind of a modern thing. Like, even my, my uncle, my mum's um, brother hmm. was telling me about um, just, a sto- just a little story about how um, when his little brother was born, hmm. he just said he was at home with like granddads, and um, that he's like, oh yeah, mum was in the hospital giving birth to little brother. Like he's at home yes. with the kids. I just found it interesting. He's got to be at home with the kids. Yeah. Like, someone's got to look after yeah. him. I just I found it interesting. After every auntie in range. Yeah. I just find it interesting how in this modern day, like. The dad will be in the hospital with the mother. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but like back then, he's at home with the other kids. While but, the, the while I don't know who my grandma was with at the time, but yeah, he's in in hospital giving birth. But with the first kid, presumably he'd have been there. Cause, I mean, where else you got to go? that's better than there. I mean, like, unless you've got know. like really, really, really. So the first kid, the first kid was would have been my mom. She's the oldest. So um, I I think it would was would have most likely been a home birth. I don't think my mom was born in the hospital. Oh. Yeah, she's born in like nineteen fifties, um, Jamaica. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, like my imagination of Jamaica is sort of more like Pirates of the Caribbean type <laughs> thing. So I don't really know Jamaica that well. Well, part of it's meant to be set there, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. say so we're Caribbean. You think Jamaica? Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, we are the best in the Caribbean. <laughs> I mean, Barbados <laughs> is weird though. Apparently, all the people in Barbados are scared shitless of copping off with their cousins because there's only twenty thousand of them or something. I've been to like, Barbados, I've been to Barbados last year because my. Um, my missus' um, sister's husband's from there. Uh, yeah, we went there for the wedding last year. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's a bit different. Like, like cause the, when I went to Barbados, I thought it would be like a smaller Jamaica. Mm. It's quite different, the history, I guess. Obviously, you have like the same black uh, black people and everything, but I mean, just the, them, I think they're a bit more English, I think. Mm. They have a bit more, they embrace it more of the English culture in the sense of like, when you go to certain stores and everything. They have their own food and everything. But you would have to go like into proper Barbados to get, to experience that. Yeah. yeah. So I was expecting to, ex- to experience that everywhere I went, but you're just gonna get experience a lot of the British. Cause a lot of British people go there on holiday. Oh right. Yeah. So, so it's do like, you think the holiday destination of... for the British people? And it's, and it's a bit more safe than going to a place like Jamaica, for example. So people yeah, Jamaica. Are, are less scared to go there. So it's, it, you can walk around more freely over there. Yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, I went to um, Dominican Republic when we were about twelve. as where well, I learned to dive and. Um, we found it was like I don't understand why, but people seem to be kind of afraid of leaving their all you can eat type places. I like, don't wrong. I mean, it's amazing to go there and have like you know all you can eat pizza and yeah. whatever and stuff. But like you know, and it, I think a lot of people are going out on holiday for that reason. But like I'm going to Ghana <coughs> next month. Are you? Yeah, you, you kept that excited. quiet. Did I? Yeah, really. I've been trying my best. To, okay, I'm trying my best nowadays to try try 
to be a bit more subtle, for example, I don't say what my girlfriend does. Oh, really? If I can avoid it. You're, to be honest, well, you're, you're actually off. the most subtle person I know. You just come out, yeah, I'm just going to whatever. Like, yeah, what? I'm going to do this fucking <laughs> awesome thing, by the way. No, because we only arranged it in the last week, and um, we're gonna go, I'm going to Ghana. And it's the first time I've, I've been to like sort of Afri- sub-Saharan Africa. I've never been to Africa. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I've heard all these things. I was talking to this um, this Uber driver who was like a Nigerian guy, and he was telling me about how like there's like this uh, whiskey that they brew there for, like that's like 70% proof. Yeah. And... Um, so I've got, I mean, all I want to do is I want to go out there. I want to experience some actual culture. Um, you know, like I don't, I, I like that whole feeling of like being actually immersed in there. Mm. Not that sort of, oh, this is what the tourists want to see. That really fucks me up. And I think it's kind of like, it's like, it's, it's, it's the country equivalent of dating, of, da- of like dating when you first start out. Cause you're kind of pretending to be something that you think people want you to be. But, you know, for example, if I said like Jamaica, then, you know, like, like I said, like Jamaica sounds like, um, to me, Pirates of the Caribbean. So if I go to Jamaica and it's Pirates of the Caribbean-y, I'm actually going to get kind of annoyed. <laughs> it's so, definitely not Car- Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like oh, that's like where's uh, that? Well, yeah, where, where yeah. are the British? Where are the British Navy and their like, and their sailing ships? This is because that's very um, that's probably pre um, pre slavery days. Like, really? Shit. Or but it, or at the same time, maybe I don't know. But it's definitely like not. <laughs> that's like hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think. But I think that with them, um, but what I mean is when I go to Africa, I'm really hoping to just sort of have what I had in Indonesia where you'd be like the only white guy for miles and stuff and like just enjoy being there. Well, Ghana's a nice country. Yeah, I'm really excited. My friend, yeah. she went there and she was, um, I have this friend who's... Your, your missus is part Ghanaian, right? Yeah, she's half Ghanaian. Yeah. She been? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, like, we're going to stay at her house. Are you going but, to stay there? Yeah, but the thing is her parents have done this thing where they know all the codes and stuff and they won't bloody tell us. So her mum and dad are also going to be down there but we're going to be jumping all over the country. So uh, we'll head down there. I think they're going to be there for a month anyway. And then we're going to go down there and um, we're going to be, you know, like do a bit of beach holiday and mm. also explore a bit. I had a lot of like people from Ghana to kind of tell you like, yeah, you need to go over there. And a lot of people are going over there from different African countries. Okay. I don't know. It's like, I had like prices, like houses are quite reasonable and you can get a lot for your money out there. And it's like, it's a good place to like invest in. Yeah. On the visa form, yeah. I asked how much money I had as disposable. <laughs> And I was like, fuck you asking that for? Like, you know, like, I mean, I get why, because they want to make sure I'm not just going to go there and try and find a job and hide. But, you know, I mean, like... It's just a holiday you're going on it. Yeah, yeah, it's like nine days. It's really okay. annoying. You have to get a visa as well. Interesting. Yeah, that was a bitch. Uh, it took me all day. Yeah. Um, but um, I've I don't know. Now. I don't know. I haven't been to any part of Africa ever. I haven't had any really intention to do, but it's, it's something you probably should do. I think it's going to be fun. I, I don't it's, in, it's interesting because like um, Jamaicans are obviously technically not te- they're not te- they are African. They were, were taken from Africa during slavery and mixed mm. with Europeans and other Asian countries. But, I mean, so um, so a lot, a lot of um, people from the Caribbean are doing like ancestry tests where it tells you where in Africa you're from. Apparently, those things don't always work. Yeah, they don't always work. Some of them are very vague. I heard some are good and some are bad. Some of them are just like very vague. You're from every country in Africa. Like, <sighs> bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. I narrowed it right down. Yeah. <laughs> I sit there looking at your skin, but like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so, I'm like, so, Uganda, yeah. where am I coming so from? So, my, um, my missus cousin did it recently, actually. Yeah. She found out she's like 30% like Nigerian and all that. How did she feel about that? I don't know. She seems like, I, I haven't spoken to her. Like she, I've seen her test. I don't know how she feels about it. But, um, yeah, it's interesting to find. Obviously, you're not going to find like your whatever hundred percent from this country because well, we, I will, we, we'll, we'll take we it. Yeah, you, um, we'll take it from Africa hundreds of years ago. We're from yeah, <laughs> we'll take it from Africa hundreds of years ago. I feel like we haven't travelled as a family. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll take it from Africa hundreds of years ago, mixed with Europeans and 
um, Asian people and everything like that. So mm. you're going to have a mixture of all the countries. So, but it'd be interesting to find out if you're at least thirty percent from a certain country, and yeah. learn, uh, sort of tracking down that history and sort of learning, maybe even visiting that country, kind of learning a, a bit about it. It'd be it kind of interesting. Sl- There's this um, slavery thing, the expedition that um, that's like this big museum and like where they used to take the ships from. Um, we're going to go to that, I think, and I don't know if that's yeah. Sort of Ghana's like, a big place they used to take you from. Yeah, so like they used to take like those because it's from on the Ivory Coast, and yeah. like, I just think that like it's going to be really weird going in there because it's going to be like being English in that environment. <laughs> I just feel a little bit like <laughs> even though I had nothing to do with yeah. the slave trade. Slaves were taken by that man. <laughs> yeah, get him, boys! <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh my god! <laughs> fight when I was 18 and not an actual fight but like there was this South African guy and he started he had a few whiskeys and we were working together and I was at a bar and he started having a go at me for the Boer War and I looked up I'd never so, heard um, of it white or black South African he was white South African yeah. proper aggressive when it came to a couple of whiskeys and I was like 18 he was like 24 so he was a lot bigger than me and um Dutch uh, yeah Dutch yeah, yeah he was uh, yeah he was um, what's it called yeah Boer yeah. He was a boor. Okay. And he had a couple of brandies and then he started getting aggressive, which is, you know, fine, but it just kind of ruined the conversation a few times. Um, and what happened was that he was, he started on me, but he started kind of, you know, like when someone sort of starts trying to make a point, they make, they make an aggressive argument from making a point and it's bollocks because it's actually just trying to sort of... So why are we blaming you for this war? He was trying to blame, he was going about how the British, you know, came over and raped and murdered everybody. Which, A, I have no idea if that's even remotely true. I don't really know I much about it history. probably is. But, you know, like, but again, like, it, it's just, like, why on earth? And I, I'm a, I was apologising for something that happened in the 1880s. Fuck. Like, why am I apologising for something that happened <laughs> in the 1880s? I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I was, like, looking at him, I'm like, mate, I, I've barely been a, alive. <laughs> that's, like, ten times my age ago. <laughs> and I was like, you're a... The guy was just a prick. Yeah. And I don't get people who use history... To try and um, to attack people who have nothing to, who weren't born in that era. Yeah. If I'd been a guard at Auschwitz, then fine. It's interesting. But what, it's I'm interesting, not. I'm, it's interesting you you say that. Do you think um, it makes you not accountable for something that your country did? Or I think that your, your country, your, your you people have to learn did. from history in general, not just your own. And you, what do you think about things like reparations and all that? Reparations, I. To be honest with you, I haven't thought about that much, but I think that it's important to recognise something that's happened. It's important to find those accountable. Yeah. And to, um, and for example, if, okay, let's say I'd come from a slave owning household. I didn't. Yeah. My family were like gardeners and, you know, like, I mean, we're called Steed and I yeah. think that it's either A, we were hung like horses or B, we looked after them. I'm hoping it's the first. Um, you know, like, <laughs> I love that joke. It, it just, it goes down perfectly at family gatherings. And, like, <laughs> how you doing, Moors? Yeah. Anyway, so, um, we're going back to the name thing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, bang on point. Anyway, my point is though that, um, if we'd been a slave owning family and we'd, got really rich and my entire family were absolutely to the nines loaded and yeah and could afford you know like half of everything because we've come off the back of slaves um and someone came to me and said look um you know like my grandmother worked here as the housemaid and whatever you know i i'd be a lot more akin to want to help them but i'd want them to prove it i'd want to know who this person was and i'd be equally interested in the history behind it and how the two related but you have to i think that if I ha- if I if we were rich off the back of somebody, then the reparations, yes. Yeah. I think as a, in terms of the Holocaust and things like that, that was horrendous. 
but I hope Germany did come. pay out after that. They do, and they pay regularly toward. Because yeah. um, I think that, I think well, what made that kind of brought that to my attention was um, there's this guy that does this hip hop um, interviews. He's called Vlad. It's like Russian guy, but he, yeah. does, he lives in America. Does this um like he interviews these people and he talks about like reparations and he, yeah. he made it like I think he just made a little statement saying um that um, African Americans definitely do deserve rep- reparations, but maybe what what they should they should be given maybe is like free education. Well, isn't that what you're supposed to have anyway? No, they don't. America. You have to pay for like um I'm talking about university. Well So like maybe come in in form of like education and everybody yeah, kinda like so everybody kinda jumped down his throat at the time. Why? Cause it, um, I feel like education should be free yeah, anyway. It should be free, but I mean, we, in Belgium we they pay like five hundred yeah, pounds. For we don't. University. We don't have free education over here. No, and, and I think that that's also saying that yeah. it's wrong. But then again, we're moving away from the point. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So so they were so they kind of jumped down his throat at this point because he said that they're like, oh, how dare you? You don't because you, you're not you're not black. You don't you don't have you shouldn't have an opinion on this. Well, of course you can have yeah. an opinion. Right? It doesn't but, matter. Um, I, I don't, that's racist I, to say you yeah. can't have an opinion because you're a race. Um, I do sort of understand where they came coming from. I think what they want, they want America to pay out to them. But I, like, I understand I understand his point. If America does pay out to them, just give every person that's black and they can prove that they, their ancestors went through slavery. If they were to give them, say, 20 grand. Well, that's stupid. I'd suddenly be hit 18, here's 20 grand for what no, we did to your ancestors. Essentially, what's going to happen, they're just going to blow it. But if you give somebody a free like, education... Yeah, then that's then, worth a yeah. 200000 yeah. $300,000 anyway. Yeah. But also, I think that it's, like if you're eighteen, something gave you twenty thousand pounds. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah, gonna put it. Well, I would put it in the bank. But then again, I probably would have spent it by now. No, but if you're poor, if you grew up poor, and oh, you then you try and pay for. And also, yeah. you have like other people trying to help you know, and yeah. trying to get money off you, and yeah. they know you're gonna be eighteen, so your mum might take custody yeah. of it, and then maybe she might spend yeah. it on something that you don't. Or if, if, or if not, you like you're gonna take that twenty grand and buy yourself a car and piss it off. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. Um, to I mean, say, I, I mean, it's I, interesting. Like the the, the guy that um did um what did he do? Oh, he did. Um, he was the voice of Simba, the singing voice of Simba yeah. on, the, on the Lion King. I just can't yeah, he's you. the singing voice. So, um, is that Elton John? Huh? Elton John wrote that. Yeah, he wrote it, but he, this the boy that sung. The oh, song. okay, yeah. Yeah, he was the singing voice. Um, I think they offered Disney offered him two million dollars at the time to sing. Just yeah, the, take it, take it, take it, take it. No, no, no. But he, he, his mom turned it down. Why? She took the the royalties instead. Oh, uh, so they took the fuck. Yeah, so if they took the two million. Two million dollars at the time at, at what age twelve or whatever whatever age he was. Well, he'd still be worth a shit ton of money. No, he would have pissed that off for a long time. He's in his forties now, so he would have pissed yeah, that. Off. He, he would have pissed that two million. He would have pissed that two million off by. Yeah, but after the first million, you just start investing it and then no. using it. That at way twelve years old, then you're like, what? Well, by, yeah, by he, time a twelve year old wouldn't do t- it. I mean, the parents would. No, and obviously the mum's got more economic. But okay, sense okay, than... okay. Let's say the parents were smart enough, which we've seen with the Macaulay Culkin situation, they, they, they took his money. Yeah. But like, say if parents were smart enough that how we go hold your money for you, at age 18, here's two million dollars. Yeah, but if they dollars, invested it, but million. then again, if they, you'd have to rely on them to be smart yeah. enough to invest it properly. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. not everyone thought to invest he in Apple. He would have definitely pissed that off. Yeah. He would have definitely left. That oh, money would have been gone. Yeah. And in fact, he's got royalties and he's yeah. got a consistent... Yeah, no. And he, he doesn't even do that much now. Well, he doesn't have to. Yeah. I mean, that's the one he's of the few, He's done a few... He's done years. the odd one or two things, but he doesn't really do much. He doesn't need to. Yeah. He had I mean, a brief singing career, but besides that, yeah, I don't think his album did well. He's just, he's just able to live off that. Yeah, he's I think that for me, well. I'd like to be able to have something like that. I, and I'm every book and, stuff, and every like time, every year, they're doing some sort of lanking thing, which they have to, he gets paid for. Dude, that's amazing. Every year. And also, I mean, the Lyceum Theatre, yeah. I mean, do they have to pay out every time they sing that? 
No, I don't. I don't think. Well, I'm not sure exactly like how that works. Contract, yeah. It's called Disney. Yeah. So I think anything they use his voice for. Yeah. Yes, they have to pay him. Mm. So yeah. I know that Takeshi Six Nine or whatever his name is. Takashi Six Nine. Sorry, yeah, Takashi Six. Oh, who cares? He's a he's a serial gangbanger. Who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> Fake gangbanger. Yeah, that asshole. Um, yeah, he surprised you know about him. him. <laughs> uh, I had to write an article. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just he looks like a parrot. <laughs> and the worst part is he signed a ten million dollar deal. From prison, and yeah, from prison, which fine. I mean, you know, we. I mean, I think wasn't it like a, like a quarter of Americans have been in prison at some point? Yeah, which is insane. I mean, like, who's like, why? How can I don't know? Because like, that's, that's America, the American legal system makes money from you be going through the system or going to prison. Yeah, and there's also privatized as yeah, well. So and then it's, they make a I lot think that's really fucked up. Yeah, they make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge fuss about that. I was reading about that. It's, yeah. it's, it's so wrong. Go on, go on and it's also it. modern slavery. I mean, when you consider the fact that yeah. most people in there are black, yeah, that's still slavery. Yeah. And like most American-made things, like ninety percent of American-made things are made by prison labor. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's slavery, including the made. army uniform. Well, that's just ironic. It's the only way they can aff- they're fighting for com- freedom in something that's made by a captive. That's the only way they can afford to compete with um, Chinese prices. Or yeah. it's insane. Like you can't. And who is getting that money then? Because if it's going into prisons, well, the prisoners get paid ten cents an hour 10 cents an hour that's just ridiculous <laughs> so that's basically the same rate that you know I mean even Chinese laborers yeah. get paid more than that <laughs> so anyway we saying about Takashi oh yeah he's um, yeah he's just oh fuck oh yeah you know he got sued because well someone was trying to sue him because um, because he used his intro track um, which is like a 10 to 20 30 second thing and it's like and this guy just goes, yo, it's your boy, 65, yo, 78, and like, you know, like, ha yeah. ha, fuck me. And then he says the N-word a few times, and I, I don't really understand how that was ever worth whatever money he's trying to say is worth. I think he's trying to sue him for like, I don't know, 800,000. It happens if you use somebody's voice without paying yeah. them, it happens. So it's trademark, yeah. is it an automatic trademark? I don't know how it works exactly, because I'm the name Bruno. You get a 15 seconds um, sample. Yeah. I think 7 to 15 seconds, depending on... I heard if you, like, say it more than once as well, you have to pay out different things. Like, Bruno Mars uses a just a little, little line from this song called um, um, Old Gold from Trinidad James. Mm. It's like, if you don't believe me, just watch. Oh, come on! Just, yeah, 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 that's Mark Wilson. Yeah, he uses that line, and you have oh, to pay the guy over 100 grand for it. Fuck! Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. But he's singing it. Yeah. But the line is, don't believe me, just watch. Yeah. But anyone can say that. Yeah, but like, he, he did it in another song. <laughs> he, he took that line specifically from a song. You have to pay the guy. But and he, he gets songwriting credits on his song as well. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, in journalism, we just rip each other off. Yeah. Like, if a story goes viral, then we just got to change it and stick it in our <laughs> in a way that we can, that looks like we, well, we did write it. There's a lot of edit- editing and that, you know, like, we're not just copy If I wanted to be a journalist, I'd just get an article you wrote and just put my name on it. No. Cross the no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> We're paid for a reason. Not paid well, but we're paid. Um, you know, like, but, you know, like, because we kept, we, there, there is a lot of skill involved. Do you have turn it in? <laughs> no, you have like, okay, imagine you've got like an hour. We've got to find the pictures, sort it all out, yeah. and stick it all together. Uh, then you've got to make sense of the story. I mean, I become an expert within 20 minutes on any given topic. Is it, is that, is it because you're putting it together? Authority. 
Is it because you're putting it together so fast? Why, why there's that like, mistakes? Yeah, of course. I mean, like, for example, with um, then Kobe Bryant died. Um, oh yeah, they put up um, <laughs> LeBron James. Well, one of my colleagues killed Prince Philip. Um, you know, like someone put up. Yeah. Like, they're only humans, and I think that the people are a bit mean. To or like if down. a rapper gets killed, they put the wrong rapper. Oops. Yeah. Well, okay, that was a bit bad. <laughs> but I mean, everyone. Okay, there isn't a single journalist who hasn't done that. I mean, I started World War Three accidentally. Uh, in my first month, I because um, this is when like okay, so it was like my second month. It was last January, and uh, America was bombing uh, Iran, and Iran's doing the saber rattling, and everyone's kicking off each other. Trump was stood in the middle of it, trying his best to calm the situation down. So we were all sitting there shitting ourselves, and I went back to bed. You know, I went home to bed. Came back the next morning, and the article brief. We get an email with a briefing, and the brief said on it, uh, I was writing about you know to give me a headline, and says all right. You need to write about uh, how Iran has now bombed um, the US site. Remember to mention that, uh, no, put high up in the copy that uh, the US and Iran are at war. But he meant to write, aren't at war. Oh, fuck. You know, like, yeah, but it was a typo. <laughs> so a typo comes from the boss, or maybe I misread it, I don't know. Somebody made a mistake because we're <laughs> human beings. And, like, you know, because, you know, typos are typos. It's. It, it's literally a question of he pressed a wrong button or I pressed or, you know, or I misread a word do you have like an editor that checks it huh? do you have like an editor that checks it yeah of course that means that 20 minutes later <laughs> so I completed it and I was like alright well you know we're at war. I just assumed it had happened overnight <laughs> and that we've obviously already reported on it so I'm like alright well you know I'll just keep that in the copy maybe a little line you know just a little line that says the US and Iran are officially at war you know because I was like because it says they aren't officially at war but I misread it and so I declared war and, like, <laughs> on a national paper that I think about 20,000 people read before we picked it up and, and you just hear this voice at the back of the editor go, go who the fuck is Les Steen and why the fuck does he just who just started World War 3 you fucking idiot I'm like I'm sorry I'm you and he's like he's like oh Okay then, but just be careful in future because we don't want to start World War Three. I thought you said. Sued. I thought you said. <laughs> yeah. well, it was okay. I, mean, I didn't get. I didn't get pulled into bollocks. But like, luckily for <laughs> me, it only been out for twenty minutes. Like, no one had really. I think like five hundred people had read it, so no one really cared. I think most yeah. of that was my mum. Um, but like you know, like it was just. Oh, it was quite funny because I was. <laughs> You know, like, it's your first month and you're, like, shitting yourself. I worked New Year's Day and didn't say anything about, you know, I was scared to take any sort of time off or say when I actually wanted to work. So, you know, like, you're first, you're trying to make a good impression and something like that happens. I just sat there behind my desk dying of embarrassment. That's hilarious. And, of course, like, I find that when you get called up for stuff, when I get called up for mistakes, I don't know how to respond like, at mm. work. I have no idea how to respond to a mistake. Because I just get embarrassed and I sit going, okay. Because that's what you do when you're in person. But when mm. it comes across on, like, on the chats, it's really hard because you you don't know. You, if I say okay, it sounds like I'm being dismissive. If they're feeling like they're being dismissed, mm. but actually I'm just embarrassed and I don't know what to say, or I'll defend myself because I'm instinctively defensive. And I found that that almost got me. Well, that that caused a lot. That caused a lot of friction at work. I think. But anyway, we've gotten off top. I off think top. Um, with those situations, you try to solve find what happened like trying to like do some investigation on why that happened yeah I mean, sometimes it does turn out that you did make a mistake and we're all human and yeah. we're going to make mistakes but the problem is that what kind of mistake I mean like yeah. and also when is a mistake a real problem I think it's usually when we get sued um, but, depends what job you do as well I guess yeah and I, think I guess like how much responsibility can be a pilot a pilot can't afford to make a mistake a doctor well, can't afford to make a mistake depends how big the mistake is. yeah I mean I like think crashing into a mountain is like <laughs> I had a friend who was a doctor and uh, he said that it was um, like just 
just like there's so little. I mean, doctors are so vulnerable. There's so many people in the service industry in particular, not just services, but like you know, like anyone who's interacting with humans. All it takes is one complaint, and your career's over. Yeah, and like, and it depends on the, like the level of complaint. But um, for example, when I was uh, I was volunteering at school, and I brought my motorbike in, and this little girl goes, "Oh, can I sit on it?" I was like, "Yeah, of course you can." Because I didn't think twice about it. So I stick this little girl. She's like ten. She wasn't that little, but you know, I was like, "So help, you know." So she she I held the bars. She perfectly so sits on it, and we revved the engine. It was in neutral. There was no way that bike was going anywhere. Okay, like she was so safe. I told my friend who's a teacher. She went batshit. She goes, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You're going to get yourself fired on day two. What the actual shit is wrong with you? And I'm like, but it's fine. You know, like, there's so many things you don't consider, but actually if someone takes it out of context, then it can be very difficult. And I think that kind of links into what I wanted to discuss at some point, which is the snowflake generation thing, where people are so scared of being complained about that they're losing common sense. And, or it's not okay to do something that's a bit stupid. Mm. And I think that that's ridiculous. Like it's, and, and yet you have situations where the people who are leading countries are doing stupid shit that doesn't make sense and we're all okay with it. And I don't understand why. For so example, we've moved to like a point now where we have to feel that we have to be 100% perfect at all times. Yeah. And if you're not perfect at all times, you know, it can be used against you. You can yeah, you're, you're you're liable. your life. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like, because I mean, like, I mean, if I said, okay, for example, when the first episode we've got, there's this, that your favorite story, I swear to God, mm-hmm. is me going, who's that big black guy? Yeah. And the amount of editing that we had to negotiate <laughs> for that, because I didn't want someone to think that I was a dick yeah. before I'd had the chance to show that I'm, yeah, I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, like, but that's the thing. I don't. Yeah, the thing that like, you're 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 trying to protect yourself. Yeah, I thought I, I, thought, it, I thought I thought it was hilarious. But, yeah, 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 and you you know I mean you're black. You yeah. get to say whether or not it's yeah. funny or racist. Yeah, yeah. I checked it with my girlfriend who's mixed race. Yeah. I checked it with um, somebody else, and she just goes, "Well, not really," because I mean later on you do you do mention that um, you know that Asian people will look like teenagers, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, kind of little. <laughs> you know, like she goes, "Yes, it's objectively correct, but also and quite funny, but." Um, I think you'll be fine with who's that yeah. black guy. He is big and he is black. Yeah. And I was just like, but I was like, because I'm white, I, I don't know. I felt like I could be sort of come across. Liable, yeah. Well, not liable, but come across as being a dickhead. Yeah. Which I, don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I was, I don't know. No, I think it was funny. I don't know. Have, have anybody fed back to you on no, that? Really. No, no. So. I, I think that, I, I think people worry about, well, I think, I don't know about you, but I was worried about the dumbest shit. Yeah. And then something that would keep me up all night will be completely irrelevant the next mm. day. Uh, or like, you know, like for example, um, at work, um, someone told me that they didn't like me and that everyone's been, not everyone, but the implication was that other people have been talking about my back. Yeah. And I wrote back, like, well, well, you know, like what's going on? I do need some sort of guidance here because I am new. And I walked in the next day and I, I, I spent all night up being like, fuck, man, nobody likes me. Kind of mm. And I got in my head. And the next day I go in there and my boss is like, oh, you know, and I was like, hi guys. And everyone's like, hi. And stuff like that. I think it's just... It's do, you care, do you care in the workplace if people don't like you or not? I do, yeah. But I think that's just because I care in general if people like me, which mm. makes me quite vulnerable doing this as well, actually thinking about it. Because, mm. I mean, we have one bad comment ruin my day. Yeah. Which is stupid. You know what? If I, if we do ever get trolled, I'm just going to... I'm, I'm posting that. I'm like, mama made it. <laughs> <laughs> as a journalist, we have that. It's like, you know, like, if it ain't right underneath it, you're a prick, then you're not doing your job yeah. right. And, like, everyone's got... <laughs> Yeah, if you're not under fire, you're not being a journalist. Yeah, I don't mind. 
I, say what you want. I just, I, I wouldn't challenge people to do that because it can be really mean. Yeah, it depends on what, certain thing. I guess, like, I think with everybody, there's certain things that you're sensitive about, certain things you're not. So yeah. there's things that I might push my button that I might be sensitive about. Well, but, yeah, definitely. But I mean, certain things that don't, don't really bother me. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, the thing is, I don't know what's going to bother me until it happens. Yeah, I don't like, think anybody does really sometimes. It's kind of, and also it depends who it comes from as well. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I mean, like anyone can write some stupid dumb shit on the internet, but I remember there was my first ever troll on my first ever article about stormtroopers or something. And he was just a bit odd and I was a bit drunk and he had tried to have a go at me over Facebook Messenger. And because I was drunk and because I was unprofessional, I I went back. I went on him. I went back at him. Mm. And I, I, nowadays, obviously, you ignore it. You just don't. You just, you don't engage. That's the rule. Yeah. Because um, if you do, then you get in a heated argument over nothing. And it's an internet. I problem. find I find the whole internet argument thing very weird. It's yeah. Like a nerd thing to me. I like that. It's like yeah, just yeah, like I'm about, and argue with somebody. I tend to find their addresses on the internet. Who cares, bro? I I I don't know. Like someone sent me a parking fine. I know where he lives. Really? Like yeah, he's yeah. Like and well, I know. And what are you gonna do with this information? Nothing. I just. Well, what is the point? I gathered it with some instinct. I was angry, so I gathered his information. So if I was to find somebody's addresses, because I'm going around there. Like. Yeah, but I, I think it's even <laughs> a threat of being able to go around. Yeah. Because everyone feels nice and safe behind their keyboard, but as soon as you give them a geographical location, yeah. they're fucking shitting it. And that's the thing about um, that thing with the internet that I know most time people are not going to say these type of things to my face. Well, of course, yeah. And I think though that, and also it'd be kind of weird if they yeah. did. Especially if you've set up a fake account just to say something to somebody. Like, yeah. Like, well, have, how much effort how, is how, I actually to? feel bad for you. How, like, how yeah. bad is your life? I, my mum, my, someone tried to correct my spelling or something. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, it wasn't my spelling even. It was like, it was an article I wrote and it, I said, um, I think I said something like sped instead of speeded. Yeah. And some idiot went and wrote, uh, I think when it's speeded, you know you get paid to write in English. <laughs> and I was like, actually, it was sped. And my mum was like, actually, no, you know what? She went through the dictionary. She's an English teacher. She was like, fuck, no. And my mum and dad got pissed off about it. And they tried to go and set up an account, um, you know, something to, uh, you know, so that they could write underneath it. Actually, I think you'll find, dickhead, um, that it's actually, that the boy's right. It's actually sped. And uh, here's the part in the dictionary that you're clearly missing. You prick. Um, you know, like, that's a lot of effort yes like, Leslie we love you <laughs> don't yeah. you let them bring you down but they said yeah that's they, a lot of effort in the end you, wasted, you wasted so much time of your life they said it takes ages to sign up to our, yeah. to our website it's like, like, it's it takes like five minutes to sign up it's like mm, not gonna bother just do something with your life like, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad for people that have that will have to set up a fake account I can't imagine getting angry enough yeah. over content that I don't have to watch no. like if, if it was an advert yeah Adverts, for some reason, we can't complain about. If the comment section yeah. on the advert, it's like, no, fuck off. I it's only, so invasive. It's only like giving like a review, reviews of stuff that mm. I've actually gone out my way just to fuck somebody over. Just like, cause they pissed me off. I gave a guy four stars on for motorbike thing, but that was it. Yeah. And like, I'm, and in Ubers, it's like, oh, I'm going to give him five stars. I never, I never give ratings on Uber. I'm like, really? No, unless you, you don't to, give zero stars. I don't give anything. Oh, I don't do it. I don't I do it. I don't, I, don't, stars, I don't even know. I don't. It I makes don't. you do it now. And huh? then it asks if you want to give them a tip. And I'm yeah. like, mate, I'm not that drunk. I don't. I don't do it because um, it's like, I expect you to do your job. You, I, I yeah. paid for you to drive me from A to B. Really, the only time I really gave, like, I remember a few years ago, I went out for my friend's birthday. Yeah. I went to this club. It's not even like a like a high level club or anything. It's just like a normal basic club. Mm. And um, I had my hat with me, but mm. um, it, was, it was raining, so I let my missus wear my hat. Right. So she had up. She had my hat. She had it in her hand going into the club, and then they went to this club, and the person's like, "Oh, you you can't come in with that hat. What? She's not wearing it." She's like, "Oh yeah, but I'm not wearing it." She's like, "Yeah, 
Thy rules, you just can't, we can't allow you in the building. It's five pounds to the yeah. cloak room for that hat. Yeah. It's like, we can't, I'm like, well, okay, I put it in the cloak room. Like, no, we can't take responsibility for the hat. Like, just it's arguing really? for ages, we can't let you in. Da, 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 yeah, da, people da, da, just da. say no for no I, I, reason. I, and I was like, what? And, and I'm like, what? I'm like, you can hold on to it, you can take it. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, Why do you going, no, yeah. no. Like, they're like, oh, people like, um, say they're going to put it away, then they put it on, and then blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I've been to that club many times so with a hat on. It's dumb. just like one day they're just trying to change the rule. I've been with a hat on and they're like, oh, take it off. Yeah. Take it off, put in my, my jacket, put in the club room. Done. I hate people who just but, stick by the rules because yeah. the rules are the rules. Yeah. And they don't think about why yeah. the rules exist. I was arguing, arguing for ages. Yeah. It was actually this same hat, but um, I was arguing with them and I just like chucked the hat in the street. What? Yeah. Did you then have to go get it? No, I just left it. I chucked it in the street. Well, then came yeah. back and got it later. No, just like, I was arguing with them. get it back? I bought it, I knew one. Oh, fuck. So. I just chucked it in the street and yeah, they're like, oh, 20 quid down the drain. Yeah, I chucked it, 40 quid by the way. I chucked in, yeah, I chucked it in the street and they're like, okay, you can come in now. I'm like, twice. Mate, I just so anyway, a different club. So anyway, when I got home, I opened about three accounts and gave them, felt like Yelp, <laughs> TripAdvisor, <laughs> gave them the worst reviews ever. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen school reviews? No. You have to see this. <laughs> all right. The best school, the best reviews I've ever read on Google. School reviews. Because it's all the fucking idiots that got expelled giving their schools one star to me like, I didn't learn nothing. N-U-F-I-N-K. And it's like, well, clearly not. All the teachers are well shit. And you're like, and it's like Joe 7496. And the best part is when the teachers write back. It's like, um, it's like Jenkins, if you do want to learn English, perhaps it, but if you do want to criticize the English department, perhaps it would be atten- okay if you attended occasionally. And you clearly need it. P.S. And then she corrected his spelling. Oh, and I was like, oh, I want to work for you. <laughs> like, I've got to, oh, I'll tell you what though, that'd be a great pastime, wouldn't it? Just spend the whole day just like writing back as if you're the business when you're not. And then just see what the business does afterwards. Because that would just be hilarious. It's like, you know, like right back to a negative comment being like, um, thank you for your comment. Um, we will do everything we can. If you'd like to enter the voucher code and then make up a voucher code. And then just watch this troll going, nothing works. And just get more angry. And then writing back to you. And then you write back and absolutely troll the fucker until they kill themselves. Because that's what internet trolls should do. Yeah. Anyway, um, right, on that note, I have to run because I have to go and write uh, the news. And um, yeah, well, um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been uh, Les Steed. I'm Marlon White. And thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.